Hey guys, welcome back to Toby Talk with Dom and Emma, episode 23. All right, happy holidays. Happy holidays. (laughs) Be sure to download our Acts of Kindness calendar for simple, fun, and kind holiday volunteering tips. You can find it on our blog. Visit lionsartservice.org and scroll to the bottom click on blog. And for all members out there, be sure to share your holiday giving stories with us by tagging us at lionsartservice on Instagram. Uh, We love seeing all of you guys' members out there doing things in the community, helping out, you know, local holiday festivals, caroling at senior centers, or supporting tour drives, and much more of the things you guys are doing. So way to go, guys. Awesome. Yeah, and so speaking of the holidays, or have you started listening to any holiday music, Dominic? I uh, put on Coast 103.5 this morning, driving in. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. it's good. So uh, speaking of music and getting into the holiday spirit, we have a great episode for you guys coming up. So if you love music and you're looking for more ways to get involved in your community music programs, you know, take some inspiration from today. Today's episode, we have a special guest, uh, Susan Kotsis from Orange County's Pacific Symphony, and we're real excited to have her come on and talk to you guys about more ways you can get involved with your symphony and ways you can volunteer and just in general learn more about music. Yeah, so it's a great interview, guys, so we'll get right to it. All right, let's go. Okay, Susan, well, why don't you please introduce yourself, your role with Pacific Symphony, and a little bit about your journey into your current position there. Sure. Um, So hi, everyone. Um, My name is Susan Miller-Kotsis. I am Vice President of Education and Community Engagement with Pacific Symphony. I have been with Pacific Symphony for 11 years and in my current role for about three and a half years. Oh, nice. Uh, I joined the symphony in 2007, overseeing a program we have called Class Act, which serves um, at present 32 elementary schools throughout Orange County. And throughout the years, my role evolved to encompass more programs and more leadership positions. And then, as I said, three and a half years ago, I transitioned into this role uh, in which I oversee our department, which um, currently... Um, the work that our department does currently serves about 50,000 people in Orange County wow. each year. Oh, wow. So what does the Pacific Symphony aim to do with their education and community engagement through their programs? That's a great question. So education and community engagement is at the center of everything we do at Pacific Symphony, um, and we're working to have it be ever more central to all of our work. But the work of our department centers around sort of four main areas. Um, education and instrumental instruction, where we're working primarily with educational institutions in Mm -hmm. different areas. And also we have three uh, different youth ensembles for students ranging from older elementary through high school age. Um, Another important area we have is concerts and community festivals, which include free community concerts, um, free community-based festivals. Uh, we have a wonderful Lantern Festival every year that we do at the end of the Lunar New Year. Oh, and then also we have a family concert series for elementary and preschool-age children and their families. Um, another important area of our work is access, where we provide music to those who wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity to experience it. Mm-hmm. And definitely access is an important goal for all the other areas as well, but we have a specific stream of work that's primarily focused um, on serving those in Orange County who, without these programs, they wouldn't have access to music. And that that whole initiative is called Heartstrings. And through that, we work with over 20 um, health and human services and social service agencies, um, providing concert tickets, bus transportation. We have a music and wellness initiative as well that's part of that. And then the final kind of stream of work that we do in terms of our service is lifelong learning which is providing musical opportunities for people of all ages. We have a multi-generational string and percussion ensemble that we have in partnership with the Irvine Chinese School. Oh, wow. um, oh neat. We 
provide classes at the Osher or lectures at the Osher Lifelong Learning Center mm-hmm. here in Irvine. Well, other side of yeah. Irvine. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have a set of programs called OC Can You Play With Us, which provides opportunities for adult musicians to play with and learn from our Pacific Symphony musicians. Wow. So, yeah, that's great. So, so just, you guys, just guys do just a little bit, I guess. Yeah. yeah, we do a <laughs> couple of things. So why is it important for people to connect or get involved with music? That's a great question. Yeah. Well, I really, Carl St. Clair, our music director, mm-hmm. uh, he says, and I think everyone who works at Pacific Symphony also believes passionately that music is a birthright. It's something that we should all have access to and why music can, I believe, literally transform lives. And how it does that is so different depending on the person. Um, yeah. But it can do anything from show someone their pathway to future success. It can lift them up through a down moment. It can help parents and children bond. We have a number of programs that that pair parents and children together and we've seen how music Mm -hmm. can strengthen that parent and child bond Um, it can help um, make connections for folks who are struggling with different types of disabilities we have a partnership with the center for autism and neurodevelopmental disorders and we create sensory friendly concerts in partnership with them that's awesome and then seeing how music um, helps and lifts up the children on the spectrum and their families is a beautiful thing Um, we have one story, I, I, I've told it an awful lot, but we have a young man who uh, experienced class act, our elementary school partnership program, and the mm-hmm. first time that he ever heard classical music was as a kindergartner in the program. And he is currently a high school student who loves music, has his own not-for-profit, raising money to um, provide music to the schools in Anaheim, his home city, and he's also a member of Club Mickey Mouse, which is the current um, modern version of the Mickey Mouse Club, yeah. where he performs his <laughs> yeah. own original compositions. Oh, wow. But his first exposure to music was um, in 2007 as a kindergartner in Anaheim. Wow. Oh, and wow. so, um, yeah, so it can it really can transform lives in so many different ways. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I know for me, like when I was really, really little, it was kind of one of those things where I'd always wanted to watch The Wizard of Oz because I love <laughs> the music. And Great it was music. just on nonstop. And I always told my mom, I want to watch Judy Garden. Judy Garden, please. <laughs> so and it's just kind of stuck with me. And, you know, whenever I hear a Judy Garland piece, you know, I'm, I'm, I think back to those great relationships and moments that I had with my family. So yeah. I definitely can see that. Yeah, there's actually a lot of research about how music can affect the, the positively affect the formation of a child's brain. Yeah. Um, and also our brains as we age. There's a really interesting study right now being done in conjunction with the LA Phil and USC where there, it's a longitudinal study over many years where they're studying the brain development of children in their after-school music program that they do. Um, and you know, it's, it's everything from, from interviews but also putting the kids into the MRI so they can actually see how their brains have changed. Oh, neat. And it's a really interesting study because it's not only talking about how it can change someone behaviorally, but it can actually change how a child's brain physically develops. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really interesting. I'm curious to see how... Yeah. When are they going to be done with that, you think? There's a lot of... They, they, they finished some stages. I think they still have their last, their last stage. And um, UC San Diego is doing a similar study with some different objectives with the youth orchestra down in San Diego as well. Oh, cool. So, yeah, it's definitely becoming an area of great interest absolutely yeah so then i guess in speaking of music and how important Mm -hmm. it plays a role in everyone's life what originally drew you to music yeah but i i don't remember being drawn (laughs) to it i I feel like it's always i feel like it's always been there um i've always loved it 
my mom was just telling a story of when I was three and we were on vacation and I stood up on the table in this little rented cottage place that we had and said, all right, everyone be quiet. I'm going to sing. <laughs> but I don't remember that. But apparently I said that. There you so, go. <laughs> so yeah, it's always been, been a, a huge part of my life. Um, you know, started studying piano, I think at four or five years old and dance at a similar time and actually before coming to this stage of my life and my previous career I was I worked as an opera singer oh really yeah so oh wow um, but I I started life wanting to be in musical theater and then it kind of evolved in my teenage years to to opera and um, one thing I really loved when I was a singer was I did some operas for children and I did one opera for children where some of the singers were children (laughs) and the children in the audience learned all the choruses ahead of time and they performed the choruses with us Oh, that's super cool. And it was inspired me to kind of go in this direction, actually, that performing experience. Do you have a favorite uh, opera piece that you like to put it, on in times of, <laughs> you know? You know what? I actually don't find listening to opera all that relaxing oh, since yeah. I did it professionally. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like... I prefer yeah. music without words if I want to relax. Oh, okay. That makes um, sense. Yeah. So I actually love working for an orchestra because I love sitting in the audience and listening to the orchestra play and not hearing words. You hear all mm-hmm. the pieces. Yeah, and I actually yeah. that's I actually find that really relaxing. Mm-hmm. Though I love opera. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually love going to musicals because since I never did that professionally, yeah. I did it passionately as a young person, but I never kind of, you know, lost my love of it by trying to pursue it professionally. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, a tough yeah. career. You know, behind the scenes. Yeah. The curtain, so actually yeah. I love going to musicals. I find that really relaxing and yeah. uplifting. Oh, yeah. I love them too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Everyone does. Yeah. So um, on top of all the work that you've been doing, you know, with music and getting involved in the symphony, as far as your volunteering history, have you ever, or did you volunteer when you were younger or even now? Or how has volunteering played a role in your life? Yeah. So because I was always pursuing music and performing, I often had a very busy life Mm -hmm. in addition to school and didn't have a lot of discretionary free time because I was always rehearsing or trying to learn something new. Um, But I did some volunteering, mostly in the realm of tutoring. Um, Definitely in college, I did a lot of, I didn't realize what a good education I had till I got to college. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I realized that, I mean, I thought I was okay in writing and, you know, but then I got to college and a lot of my classmates had a really hard time writing essays, just a simple essay or larger papers. And so I ended up doing a lot of tutoring just helping people write better and have more confidence in themselves as writers and it was interesting because that's when I realized I like to teach oh there you (laughs) go because I never thought I would like to teach but I loved you know trying to figure out how to help people help themselves Mm -hmm. and that was was definitely through volunteering as a as a tutor um so I did I did a lot of that and then um other than that it's been I just I'm always really busy professionally. Yeah. Um, when I first moved to France, I had my career as a singer in France. I did oh. a lot of volunteer work as a singer, actually, to kind of build my connections, mm-hmm. um, mostly in houses of worship but and also different choirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it actually helped me boost my professional career having that volunteer experience. Oh, cool. What was it like living in France? Um, it was a great experience, yeah. <laughs> but it definitely had its challenges. Yeah. Um, it's... You know, in a perfect world, I'd love to go, like, go back and live there two months out of the year and just enjoy life there. Right. <laughs> but, um, no, it was great. It's, I think it's a really important thing for, people, for human beings to speak more than one language. Mm-hmm. I think it allows us the ability to understand other people in a different way um, and to live in other cult- cultures and countries. Um, and just in terms of what I was doing, 
it was a much nicer and easier environment. It was still a difficult environment, but to, to do what I was doing as a mm-hmm. classical singer, there's definitely yeah. more opportunity over there. Oh, that's fun. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, super cool. So speaking of like opportunities as well mm-hmm. to volunteer, what opportunities mm-hmm. do you have at the Pacific Symphony for teens specifically? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to volunteer or get involved in. So Pacific Symphony is growing our volunteer program, mm-hmm. um, and the outside of education and community engagement, most of our volunteer opportunities are for people eighteen and older. But within education and community engagement, we have a number of opportunities for students between the ages of twelve and seventeen. Of course, if yeah, someone's perfect. 18 already, yeah. Yeah. they are welcome. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, and so most of what I'll speak to is what we specifically do in education and community engagement because that's where our young person opportunities exist. Um, in terms of intensity of activity, we have everything from event volunteers. So, in fact, we have a concert coming up tomorrow on Saturday as part of our family concert series, Nutcracker for Kids. And before each of our family concerts, before the first concert and after the second, we have a musical carnival, which are a bunch of interactive activities for children. And um, we are always looking for volunteers to help with that. And they don't have to have a musical background. Oh, great. They can. And if they do, that's great because we have an instrument petting zoo where kids can try out different instruments. I was going to say, what's an instrument petting zoo? Yeah, so it's basically an opportunity (laughs) to test drive instruments. (laughs) But even if someone doesn't have a musical background, we need people to hand out programs. We need people to do arts and crafts with kids. Um, We need people to have a little schematic and help folks find their seats to assist the ushers. So um, energetic teens who, you know, like want to help children and families have an amazing experience are always welcome. Um, And so that concert's happening on Saturday, but we have three more coming up later this year, one in January, one in February, um, and one in March. Okay, great. So, and those are, you know, single events. Uh, People could just do one or they can do multiples. Um, one thing that's quite fun is if you volunteer three times for education and community engagement programs, you get a voucher good for two tickets to a summer concert. Oh, super cool. Oh, so we have some volunteers who they amass like 12 vouchers and bring like everyone they know yeah. and have a big party. <laughs> um, and then we uh, to more intensive volunteer opportunities, we have a program called Arts Express for students going into 7th and 8th grade. Mm-hmm. And every summer we have a group of amazing counselors who are students between the ages of 16 and 21 um, who are vol- it's a volunteer role and a leadership develop it's a leadership development program and volunteer role where these counselors are the best buddies and mentors of these middle school students okay. and a lot of them are drawn from ranks of our alumni but we're always looking for arts loving folks who want to develop their leadership skills and especially we often um, have trouble recruiting sufficient young men who can serve as counselors, but also young women are welcome. There you go. Hear um, that, guys? Sign yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's probably one of the more intensive opportunities because you're living at a residential camp for, for five days for okay, middle yeah. school students. Yeah. Um, and then sort of everything in between. A lot of our volunteer opportunities for teens are event-based, um, and some of them people can grow into more responsible roles from there. We've had volunteers later become employees or interns. Um, We also do internships. We don't have an official internship program within our department, but we do welcome if people are interested in doing internships, if they're interested in the fields of arts education or arts management. Um, We do a lot of events. So even if someone's just interested in in event-based volunteering, there's there's a lot of opportunity there as well. Um, We've had college interns design assessment systems for us if that's you know someone who had more of a background in statistics mm-hmm. or analytics 
we, we've had an intern do that, or we've had an intern, you know, run a whole component of an event for us. Oh, so, wow. yeah. Alumni, if you guys are out there for Lion's Heart, listening and need a place to go for internship, <laughs> got you. Please. Hit up Pacific Symphony. Yeah. yeah. Um, so where can we find all of these? Like on your website? Like is there a tab or anything? Yeah. So there is, um, Pacific Symphony has a volunteer services department. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the volunteer services, inter- right now we have an interim director. Um, okay. Her name is Jennifer. She would probably be the initial point of contact and she generally will send, because we want everyone to kind of go through the same central place, mm-hmm. she'll send... Um, Volunteers who are under 18 over to us in education and community engagement. And um, to the email address for that is volunteerservices at pacificsymphony.org. So V-O-L-U-N-T-E-R-S-E-R-V-I-C-E-S at Pacific Symphony. So that's one word, dot O-R-G. And um, that's the probably the quickest way to get in touch with us about our, our different opportunities. That sounds great. And, yeah, we'd be happy, too, here at Lions Art to list any opportunities that you have on our calendar. Great. So, members, if you're interested, keep an eye out, and we'll get those listed so you guys can connect with them and find some new opportunities. Yep, I'm the one to talk to you about that, so that's yeah. why I'm curious, too. I'm like, oh, perfect. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Taking notes. Yeah, that's what I was doing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think... So, I guess we'll just wrap it up. Cool. All right, and lastly, do you have any... Shout outs or any lasting pieces of advice you'd like to give for anyone looking to volunteer in the community or in the arts? I mean, I feel just seeing the experiences that our volunteers have had, that often volunteering can open your eyes to a new possibility for Mm -hmm. a career or a new passion. We've had a number of folks who have volunteered or interned for us over the years who that has changed their, their chosen career path based on the experience that they've had. And sometimes it just can make you feel really great. Um, I really do feel that when we're at our events and watching young people have amazing experiences. And at all of our events, we ensure that they're not just open to people who can, can pay for the tickets, but we also bring in folks who can't and may never have had an experience like that before. To watch the faces of children experience the arts in an interactive and meaningful way, it just makes you happy to watch this life-changing moment in their life. So even if you don't want to go into the arts or arts management, it, it, it's just such a beautiful feeling. And it can raise your awareness of this great resource we have in our community. Um, so I, I really recommend volunteering as a way to not just further your career prospects and learn what's out there, but just to be a happier human. Giving back is so important. I think that just went, that's perfect. That yeah. wraps it up. That sounds great. Well, awesome. thank you so much for being with us oh, today. Well, well, thank you, Susan. Thank you for having me. All right, guys, that was our interview with Susan Kotsis. Thank you again, Susan, for coming on to our show. We really appreciate you coming in. Yeah, definitely. And for those of you who aren't in the Southern California area, not in Orange County, definitely look up your city's symphony and other music programs that are in your area and connect with their team because chances are they have local needs as well uh, for volunteers to help them with their music music education. Yeah, and definitely for those of you that are in the Orange County area, we're looking to get more opportunities from Pacific Symphony on our calendars for you. So look out for those um, in the next coming months. And again, thanks for listening, guys. And as a heads up, for all Lions Heart members, we are going to be closed. Our offices physically will be closed uh, for the winter holiday during December 24th through January 1st. Yes. So, guys, we're going to wrap it up there. Um, for all your members out there, don't forget to log your hours and take some time to reflect on your year as it comes down uh, to a close. Yeah, that's right. And so just get ready for awards and scholarship season. It's coming up just around the corner. So make sure you get those hours logged so you can give yourself a little bit easier time when you're ready to start applying. 
And be sure to join us next week for another episode of Toby Talk. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, you guys. And don't forget to always think of others before yourself. Bye. Bye. So your jeans are ripped. There's souls needing to be mended. It's not hard to help the less fortunate, even though you're still a kid. Straighten your spine with your lion's heart You can change people's minds